Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And today I'm going to be bringing on someone you've probably seen on Instagram, but now you can get to know the beauty behind the even more beautiful photos. Emma Leger. Sorry, Emma, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, you've told me how to pronounce it a million times. She is an absolute stunning queen with her own vocabulary. I think some of it is even in the Urban Dictionary. Her and her girlfriends have taken Instagram by storm. They are some of the biggest trendsetters. Her photos are absolutely gorgeous. They are so inspirational to content creators and just girls that love fashion. But she also opens up on her vlog channel as well. She's just all around an amazing girl. And I wanted to get all the deets on everything about her Instagram, get some tips and tricks for us because I know if you're like me, you see her Instagram and you're like, how do I take these amazing photos? And just getting to learn more about Emma because she is blowing up over quarantine and we needed to dive in and get her current mood. But before we dive in with Emma, let's jump into my best mood and worst mood of the week. I weirdly wrote down my moods a couple days before recording and I usually do it on the day of. So let's see what I wrote down, shall we? My best mood was fun and it's funny because this definitely expired yesterday but it's fine before that I was having fun I just felt like I was finally having some sort of fun again and not having to deal with something either super dramatic or really having to get my shit together I was just finally kind of in a space where I was calm enough to let loose and have some fun and you might be thinking Lauren that's so lame and you sound like a loser well That's because both of those things are true, but it's also because, I don't know, I just, I guess I haven't been very social considering we're in a lockdown, but I just found myself laughing so much, having so much fun just with my brother, with my boyfriend, seeing some friends briefly, and just honestly, there's nothing more fun to me than when Cameron comes over, we lay in bed, and we just turn on something on the TV, and we just have ridiculously funny conversations, obviously not funny to anyone else but each other, and mostly to me, not even him, but I just get super, super giggly and just fun loving, and it's like a mood that is rare, but very much appreciated, just having fun. My worst mood was honestly actually feeling disgusting like I know that's not a great mood because it's surface level but you know when you just kind of prioritize pretty much everything in your life besides maybe how you feel from the inside out I feel like that's kind of where I was earlier this week and still a little bit it just sucks when it's like your skin is out of whack you haven't worked out and sometimes it's good to take breaks with those things and not be so hard on yourself but after a while it builds up and you just don't feel your best self and you just feel kind of disgusting but the good thing about this 
is when you kind of start to feel this way, it can motivate you to get your shit together. So what I did is I did my first workout yesterday. I went grocery shopping, got even more healthy snack, did a little more cooking around the house. It wasn't a deal breaker. It's not like it ruined my week. It just definitely was like something that didn't feel great. But don't worry. With mood boosters, I have some solutions. I fixed that. That's the best part about having a worse mood is you can turn it into a best. This week's mood booster is brought to you by Purple. Technology has improved just about everything. Phones, cars, shopping, yet mattresses have been more or less the same since the invention of sleep. And we deserve better. And finally, the mattress has evolved thanks to Purple. The secret to Purple is this Purple Grid. It's patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Purple is for every body no matter how you sleep whether you're like Cameron you're crazy and you claim you're hot all the time even though the air is turned down and you're never comfortable and you wake up a million times a night yes that really happens to me all the time or you're like me who yes I sleep a little hot but you know I'm a deep sleeper you're not gonna wake me up purple is designed with over 2,800 open air channels in naturally temperature neutral gel you'll never sleep too hot or too cold thank god God. The Purple mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all over. It's truly a mattress that does it all. I love my Purple mattress because the unique grid technology makes us feel so comfortable. For being two people that sleep completely different, we can finally sleep soundly. And I'm just impressed that it keeps Cameron comfortable all night because there is always something that man wants to complain about and he finally can't complain about anything. This has been a mood booster for me because I finally have a content boyfriend. Like seriously, I obviously want him to sleep well at night but this is just the cherry on top because I'm comfortable at the same time it's like a win-win for everyone you can count on resting easy every night year after year because the ultra durable purple grid won't sink or lose its shape purple is so confident in what they do that every purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100 night trial experience the next evolution of sleep go to purple.com mood and use promo code mood for a limited time you'll get $150 off any purple mattress order of $1,500 or more that that's purple.com slash mood, promo code mood for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. I'm excited about my mood boosters this week because I briefly mentioned that I am going on acne medicine. And like I said, my worst mood was feeling disgusting. And obviously a simple solution for that was just moving my body around, kind of taking that control back. I set up Melissa Wood Health on my Apple TV, got a new yoga mat and just told myself, okay, if you're purchasing a yoga mat, you got to use it. I didn't just purchase it for fun. I ruined my other one. Let's not talk about it. But I do love the aloe yoga mat. So that was a mood booster in itself was just like realizing that my worst mood was just like kind of like feeling a little gross and just not wanting to feel that way. I mean, who doesn't want to feel their best self, right? So I googled dermatologist near me a week ago. I wanted to bring this up because I feel like you might be in the same boat. I feel like I'm very, very trepidatious when it comes to recommending anything that you need to talk to a doctor about. So I want to make it very clear that I'm only speaking out of personal experience because it genuinely did boost my mood. And I found it to be very, very cool service. And you do talk to a doctor and you can't just get the exact same medicine that I got. You obviously have to get something that's right for you. Talk it over with whoever you need to talk it over with. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. However, I've been struggling with acne for like two years now, maybe a year and a half, but I was on acne. Accutane when I was younger and I never struggled with acne again just the occasional breakout and so for me the fact that I now have cystic acne and congestion I'm just at this point where I'm like I want to I want to try medicine I, I just that's my personal journey right now and so I googled dermatologist near me and this thing came up and it said apostrophe.com like online dermatologist
Scientology like 24 7 or whatever the freaking ad said and I was just like okay like that's interesting because I'm actually figuring out my health insurance right now so I turned 26 it's the day I've been dreading for eternity because I get kicked off my parents health care insurance I was like okay this is a $20 consultation I don't even know what's going on with my health care right now I, I might as well just try it out and see what they say right and I kind of had an idea of the medicine I actually wanted to go on because I'm so psychotic that I always tell doctors the medicine that I want because I think that I know things that I don't but I did I had a lot of friends go on a certain medicine and I was like I think that would be right for me because I am experiencing such cystic hormonal acne so obviously it ended up working out I was super super impressed with the service this is not sponsored by the way I was just like okay I kind of want to tell people about this because I found it to be not crazy expensive super informative and just really really easy I didn't have to enter any of my insurance information because it's like their own pharmacy so I was just super impressed it's called apostrophe I think it's high apostrophe.com I'm not really sure I think pretty sure you can just google it but it honestly I was so impressed with just like how thorough it was and how easy it was and I literally am on day four of acne medicine I got a topical treatment and I got a oral supplement and I really wanted to do oral oh my god that sounds disgusting I wanted to get a pill because I just knew that I I just needed to do something crazy and it is such a mood booster because it was so easy I was so excited for this to come in the mail I was so excited to start this new journey and to just like stop feeling so not confident in my own skin I was so sick and tired of it that I finally felt like I tried enough for the past year it was time to try something new so I'm on spiraloctin spiraloctane spiraloctone whatever you call it I know a lot of people that have gone on it I knew I wanted to try it and then I'm on some like tretinoid and so I just wanted to shout it out as a mood booster because I'm so freaking excited that I started acne medicine I will keep you guys posted if you want me to and I figured if you're like me and you don't have great health insurance and you want something to show up at your door but you want it to be safe try out apostrophe my next mood booster was a date night I had never done a date night over quarantine and I know that everyone's probably told you this like dress up like make make a date night cute at home but it just kind of happened spur of the moment and I think it kind of goes to like my fun best mood because Cameron and I have just been able to spend more time together now that my family's not here and we're just kind of settling into this new normal and we've been just having such a nice time just hanging out whether it's with our friends or whether it's just with each other and we got lucky the other night because I thought of the most amazing idea to pick up one of our favorite restaurants instead of getting delivery just go drive it pick it up they don't offer delivery anyway and then my brother happened to be gone so I ended up just tidying up the house cleaning up he was running late from basketball because duh and I just unpacked everything put it all in my own bowls and my own plates put it in the oven to keep it warm lit some candles put on some Frank Sinatra and I was like this is such a mood booster like actually just kind of tidying up setting the scene and feeling cute and good about it we just had such a lovely night just the two of us and it was such a mood booster because I hadn't done it we hadn't really had a date night in so long but also just the act of like tidying up putting on the candles like making it cute like I love doing that kind of stuff in general so it was such a mood booster that like it happened so organically but it's definitely something I want to do more of because it made me feel so good and I want to make sure that I keep it up and kind of like keep that spice in our relationship while everything else in the world is so crazy and then my last mood booster is unfortunately retail therapy and I say unfortunately because nothing stresses me out more than spending money but nothing makes me happier than shopping so it's like a lose-lose situation but I feel like I go in waves 
waves where like I buy stuff and then I stop because I feel bad and then I buy stuff. It just I texted my mom the other day because my grandma is losing her mind that she can't go shopping because she we obviously won't let her leave leave the house because we don't want her to get coronavirus. And all she wants to do is go to Nordstrom. And I texted my mom back and I was like, do you understand that this is why I'm like this? Like I was born this way. I didn't choose to be obsessed with shopping. I didn't I didn't choose to be obsessed with shoes. Like this was passed down through my blood, okay? Like you woman did this to me. So I can't help it, you guys. Like a mood booster for me is going to be shopping. If you don't believe me, take it from my grandma. She's losing her mind. She needs a mood booster. She needs to get herself in a Nordstrom and get a sequin top. Let the woman live. But we can't because we need to keep her alive and not get coronavirus. I digress. I had like a mini shopping day where I put a mask on. I went. I bought some stuff because I just wanted to get out of the house. And it was honestly a mood booster just doing something that I normally love doing, aka shopping. Even though I don't love wearing a mask most of the time, I'm not a Karen. So I do it. And it was just so nice getting that aloe yoga mat. I got a new pair of sweats. I went to Barnes and Noble. I got a couple things from Nordstrom. You'll see it all on the weekly vlog. I also decided to treat myself, get myself this necklace that I've been wanting from Majuri and it just made me so happy. It's so nice to treat yourself every once in a while and just make yourself feel like you have some normalcy when and if you can. And I just, I'm I'm just like a retail therapy psychopath. Like, I don't know what else to tell you guys. It was a mood booster this week. It really was. It made me feel so happy just being able to go out and shop like a normal person. It was so lovely. But honestly, the biggest mood booster is just hopefully starting a clear skin journey just having fun with my boyfriend which was my best mood and just trying to balance the ebbs and flows of having good days and having bad days with the small little wins honestly don't forget that I'm going to be doing hashtag my mood once a month now because I need some new moods from you guys so make sure to email mood with lauren elizabeth at gmail.com and i will give you advice don't forget to follow me on instagram at lauren elizabeth and before we dive into my girl talk with emma i want to talk to you guys about athletic greens so athletic greens is the all-in-one daily drink to support better health and peak performance and even with a balanced diet it's difficult to cover all your nutritional bases that's where athletic greens will help their daily drink is like nutritional insurance for your body that's delivered straight to your door mine showed up at my door quite a few weeks ago and me and my brother have been absolutely loving it now that I'm cooking more and eating more at home and trying to just feel my best again this came at the perfect time because it was such a little bit of motivation to kind of like take care of myself it's developed from a complex of 75 vitamins minerals and whole food sourced ingredients athletic greens is a greens powder engineered to help fill the nutritional gaps in your diet their daily drink improves your everyday performance by addressing the four pillars of health energy recovery gut health and immune support all things I stand it's packed with adaptogens for recovery probiotics and digestive enzymes for gut health vitamin c and zinc for immune support athletic greens is an all-in-one solution to help your body meet all its nutritional needs whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy-free gluten-free it's friendly for every diet and it contains less than one gram of sugar that tastes really really good i love the increase in energy and focus drinking it in the morning makes me feel way more energized and motivated to start working out again i had it yesterday before doing pilates and felt great 
even after not working out for a really long time. It's truly just an upgrade for everything in my daily life. And I love that it focuses on the four pillars of health because it's truly what I believe in as well. It's NSF certified for sport, meaning they take their products seriously, consistently testing, audited to ensure what's on the label is actually in the pouch. There's no harmful chemicals, no GMOs, no funny additives, and they're always continuing to improve their products. So whether you're looking to boost your energy levels, support your immune system, or address your gut health, now is the perfect time to try Athletic Greens for yourself. Simply visit athleticgreens.com mood to claim our special offer of 20 free daily travel packs with your first purchase, a $79 added value. Again, that's athleticgreens.com mood. Now let's have some girl talk with Emma. I have Emma here. She is the stunning queen, PFG goals, Instagram icon, you name it. She is it. Like I have so many questions to dive in. And right before I was vlogging and I was thinking, when did we meet a year ago or two years ago? I think we, well, we like officially like talked in 2018, I think. But it was like towards the end of it. So technically like, yeah, 2018. But like, yeah, two years ago, I guess we could say. I mean, the reason why we met is because I posted in your XLE cute crop top. And then you reposted my story and you were like, oh my God, so cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, hey. And then we just like chatted from there. All I remember too is meeting you like in person at Coachella with Claudia and Jackie. Absolutely. Yeah. That's when we officially met, I think. We were just so upset. We were like, like before we even knew what a stunning queen was, we saw yeah. it in the flesh. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. And this is before you were with um, the Morning Toast, like with their podcast network. This was before that because I remember going up to Jackie and being like, I'm a toaster sister. Like, hi, how are we? Like, I was like, what's up? Like, I need to say hi. So, and then you came and then it was like such a small world. We were like all knew each other. It was funny. I mean, Instagram, it just brings people together. But like you have, I went on a podcast probably a month ago now and she asked who is like an Instagram like person that you like need to look out for. And I was like, Emma, like obviously. And like you have been growing like wildfire on Instagram over quarantine, which like who would have thought quarantine It's just everything for you. And I feel like there's so many things that I want to ask you. I didn't even put like a QA and a thing on my Instagram story because I was like, I got this. I know what I need to ask. (laughs) You're like, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think it's just like, you know, on mood, we always like obviously talk about just like different moods and like being a female and like kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit. But I also do want to know of like about your Instagram and how you keep it up. But I do want to see kind of a little bit of behind the curtain as well, Mm -hmm. because I feel like you're super transparent. So it's not like there's like this hidden Emma behind the curtain, but it's Mm -hmm. also just kind of like, I want to know even more. So we're going to cover all of it. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. This is. Did you know this is like my second time ever going on a podcast? Yesterday was my first time. So I know. I saw you go on Kenzie's and I DM'd her and I was like, why are we always on the same wavelength? I'm literally having Emma on Tuesday. Yes, that's what she said. And I was like, honestly, I've never been on a podcast and now I'm going on two in the same week. It's very intimidating, but it's exciting. It's exciting oh stuff. God. Well, at least you don't have to like talk to the camera. You're just talking to your girl. No, totally. First, I want to know your current mood. Like, how is quarantine treating you? Like, what are you feeling? Honestly, I feel like quarantine has been a roller coaster of moods. And I feel like you can totally relate to that. I feel like there have been some really high highs and there have been some pretty low lows. Um, And I think everyone can relate on that. It's just been such a weird time. The world is so crazy right now. Um, But overall, I think that it's been like a cool experience to like be able to first of all, I like moved out right before quarantine started. So it's been a mood booster to have my own place, which is great. 
Um, but there have been also some challenges along with that. So it's been kind of up and down. It's been good though. And you travel a lot too. So like, has mm-hmm. this been a super big adjustment? Like you guys like creating content and also just like being home all the time? Yeah, it's been pretty weird because since I graduated college like from fashion school I think I traveled probably twice a month minimum every single month every like for four years probably so I lived out of a suitcase basically no one really knew about my personal life before moving out because I never really showed my mom's house or like where I lived or what because I just like was never there so it was never a part of my content it was always just like oh I'm packing again for this trip oh I'm unpacking I'm packing again this is my hotel room tour like it was never like my room tour you know So it was definitely a complete content and lifestyle change for my audience. So yeah, it's been pretty crazy. But did you find it easy like opening up to the more personal side? Or or have you found that you've kept it more like home decor and like moving updates? Or have you felt like you maybe like opened a more personal layer because you are like vlogging in your own home now? Yeah, oh my gosh, I've definitely opened up a huge part of me that I haven't before. And especially in my weekly vlogs, I feel like I mean, you totally get it. Weekly vlogging, it's just like, opening up your entire life to people basically into your home, you're just opening your door and you're like, ladies, come join in the party, you know? So it's like such a crazy difference between Instagram stories, because I feel like IG stories are so curated most of the time. For most people anyways, I know some people treat that as their vlog channel, basically. But for me, it was always curated and um, just little snippets and highlights. So my vlog channel is definitely like deep diving into my real life. And I've been like makeup free. I've looked like complete shit on some like episodes or um, some videos. So you definitely get to see a side of me that I'm not like on Instagram. So did you start Instagram? Because I know you like went to fashion school and then you just like began traveling and you and Steve, your boyfriend have been together for like eternity. But did you just Mm -hmm. like immediately start posting fashion content before YouTube or did you start them both at the same time? I started Instagram way before YouTube. I mean, backstory though, I used to do YouTube back in high school and it's like the typical story of like, oh my gosh, you get bullied out of it. Like it was embarrassing. People made fun of me. I like walked on the hallway. People would be watching my embarrassing videos, like just the typical YouTuber story, you know? But, um, so I stopped. I never really pushed through it. I definitely like completely stopped. I deleted my channel And then I just kind of lived a normal high school life with all my friends and stuff. And then after high school, all of my friends went to university. It was very like traditional what my friends did, which is great. They're all like going to doctor school and going to become lawyers (laughs) and all the great, the great career paths that they're going on. But it was just not for me. So I definitely chose like a creative route and I was always like the creative one. So going to fashion school was definitely, yeah, it was like a different path. But after fashion school, that's when I started my Instagram because we had a a social media class. So I fell in love with it. I started a blog and it was just like my favorite thing ever. I was so passionate about it. And then I just started posting on Instagram. And then I started my YouTube once I gained a loyal following on Instagram Mm. because I wanted to be able to restart my YouTube with the confidence that I had that follower base that could translate over. So how long ago did you start your Instagram then now? Oh my gosh, I probably started in like 20. I mean, like, as a job or like as a career probably started in like 2014 2015 but like I I had Instagram when it came up in like 2012 yeah. or whenever it was but um like I started posting Instagrams as like fashion stuff probably in like 2014 2015 and has Steve always like taking your pictures for you yes <laughs> always he's he's definitely been there since the beginning he's like um he helped me start it like he was there we've we've known each other since we were like 16 so he was with me before all of this anyways but um he's always been the creative type as well which I think has really been fun in our relationship to be able to do things together in that way 
Um, but yeah, he's like always taking my photos. I mean, I do work with my girlfriends too. And I do my mom sometimes, you know, mama Sue's shout out to mama Sue's. She's like totally there for me taking my photos, my sisters as well. So it's kind of everybody, but Steven for sure has been a huge help. One of like the biggest questions too, that I wanted to ask you just like speaking of like your Instagram, because there's two parts. One, I feel like there's trends, Mm -hmm. but I truly feel like you're like a trend starter, not like a trend follower. I swear to God, like I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass. Like I really do. And like, I feel like you've kind of developed this aesthetic that you see has become really, really popular and you can Mm -hmm. see it on Instagram. But I guess like my question, just like as someone who is an Instagrammer, but I know that so many girls are always like, how do you grow a following? How do you start an Instagram? And like Mm -hmm. yours obviously started really organically, but I feel like the trend part of it is so just like enticing to me because you just your aesthetic and just the way you shoot is it just something that comes natural to you do you have a certain way that you like setting up photos like sometimes I'm like is that on a timer or did Mm -hmm. Steve take that Mm -hmm. like how did you kind of like find your like aesthetic well I've said it before and I'll say it again like you have to keep up with the trends I feel like people like want to see new fresh people come to us for trends like we're the trendsetters even if you're following the trends from Vogue or from the runway whatever like we are the direct trendsetters that our following comes to us for fashion advice beauty advice whatever your demographic is but I feel like you should always be true to yourself throughout everything and I know we've all had identity identity crises is that a word we've all been yeah. through those okay mental breakdowns we call them MBs we've all had that it's really hard to like not compare yourself to others when you're in this industry and you're like oh well she does that better so maybe I should do more like that or like there's no problem or no issue with taking inspiration from trends and from other influencers but I think that the key to success is just taking the trends that are happening, but making them your own always. And I feel like it can get really repetitive sometimes on Instagram. And there's even that account that I was just yeah, going exactly. to bring that up. That account is, I mean, okay, I have two thoughts on that account. One, I think it's really funny. And like, obviously, like I follow it. It's funny. I, I, I definitely like it. Okay, it's good. However, I do think though, like it can be like almost ruining the, the magic of Instagram, if that makes sense. Like, I think that it's almost, it's not really exposing us because everyone knows everyone does trends, but it's almost like ruining the magic of it because I feel like Pinterest and you, we take all these inspirations from a lot of things. And obviously the trends that are happening, like right now, summer trend is like farm girl vibes, like frolicking in fields and being girly. Like that's so the vibes right now. And everyone's doing it. So obviously we're all getting inspiration from the same places. Um, so it's like, at, I feel two sides of that. You know what I mean? Like it's hard. Yeah, I know. I saw it because weirdly they posted me and I'm mm-hmm. like someone who like pretty much predominantly always take took mirror pics. And I literally went to the store and had like fresh flowers. And I was like, wait, like my first thought was, oh, like this is something that is cute that girls do. They take pictures with flowers. Like, why don't I just take one really quick? See if it's cute. If it is, I'll post mm-hmm. it ended up being super cute so I was like yeah and it got posted to the account we're talking about is shit bloggers post yeah. and I was like in the roundup and like my initial gut reaction was like I think just because I've been on the internet for so long mm-hmm. was like defensive like mm-hmm. in my mind I was yeah. like no I just bought those flowers like I didn't buy them for Instagram like yes. I just took it yeah and then I realized that it's like okay you can clearly see like more of the trends but you you make such a good point of like it kind of like ruins the magic because yeah. not everyone follows 
all the same people. And so there's a lot of accounts that like I'd never even really heard of. I think the difference is, is and when I was like thinking about this episode, I thought of this as like blogger Mm 2.0. Like at first it was like street style and you start with a website. And now there's like this like new trend wave of like girls like you that like you don't necessarily have the website, but you do have like the vlogs and then also like those shit bloggers posts like types of content but it's Mm -hmm. it's popular like there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it so it is interesting to like see both sides of that account because part of me was like oh I kind of wanted to do like my own take on that but now I feel stupid because there's this account exposing it does that make sense absolutely and I think that it's almost like a negative thing like it's almost like making fun of our careers but it's like they don't realize and they're the like the thing is they're growing off of all of us posting about it. So they're literally making fun of us, but they're trying to be what we're doing. So it's like it's frustrating. So it's like you're like, it's almost a negative thing, which is an upsetting in a way, because like I said, it's like ruining the magic. But I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to laugh about it. And everyone's getting inspiration from the same thing. It's just you got to move on. But anyways, it's okay. I know I didn't even like realize like how popular like certain trends were. Exactly. Like- yeah. Even posting my fruit the other day, I was like, does this look like I'm doing so? I was like, I just eat fucking fruit. I mean, there's a whole, we could do a whole episode about that kind of stuff, but yeah. Besides, obviously, like you being the blogger, like 2.0 trendsetter, not follower, do you think that like certain things helped you grow on Instagram and like in your career? Because I feel like you're still like just getting started, but there's this big momentum and there's obviously maybe the parts of you that maybe compare yourself to other people or... I mean, I don't know because like I know girls that, you know, I've been on YouTube with for so long, like we're all super hard on ourselves. Where do you kind of like fall into that as in like this, like kind of not you're not up and coming because I mean, you have 500,000 followers, but like you really are this like new wave of like people are even making accounts to like show your trends. So what do you feel helped you grow your Instagram? And like, how do you feel like you're going to continue to grow it while so many people are kind of like on the same wave, if that makes sense? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like not all butterflies and rainbows. Everyone thinks that like, real talk, we all have our down days, we all have our, you know, we're all there. But um, I mean, in in this instance of like growing, I feel like I've really stick stuck true to myself. And I think that that's a huge thing. I always say that that's like the number one thing for me, because I just think if you're yourself, no one else can be you. So just be yourself and the followers will come with it. Um, And like I said, also, like, you have to keep up, you have to mold and you have to move and continue with the trends, you have to keep up with what people want to see people have like the smallest or the shortest attention span nowadays, like you need to keep up with its sister, you know what I mean? Like, that's the vibe. And that's the wave. And it can get really stressful and draining and tiring and crazy at times but I feel like since I just love my job so much and I know that back in the day like I would look back 10 years ago I dreamed of this job and I always remind myself like I do not take this for granted at all because it's like my dream job so just like that I think motivates me because I know how bad I wanted it back then. And now that I have it in some capacity, I'm like never going to give up on it and I'm going to continue, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I mean, you can tell that like, it's something you love doing so much. It's not like some people just start because they want a certain thing, but like mm-hmm. you can tell even in your content, like it's so curated, but in a sense where it does seem really true to you, like, and you have this voice that you you have fucking words like PFG, like stunning queen, like mm-hmm. MB, you have this audience that really just engage 
engaged in your content, not just like reposting cute outfits. And so it is like kind of that full package deal. Is there something that you like love about like the creating? Like, do you love the photos more? Do you love YouTube content more stories? Like, or do you just love it all so much? I mean, I love creating beautiful images. I feel like that like is always the core. I just love being creative. I love looking at Pinterest and finding inspiration. And I just love that side, like that creative side of it. But I also love being able to now be on the other side. Like we said, I was traveling before people didn't know like the real me, I guess you could say they knew like the outfits I was wearing the places I was going, but they didn't really know like the depths of my core, I guess you could say as much as they do now with the weekly vlogs and my different emotions that I go through. You're basically now like diving into like the vlogger aspect of it too. I literally like see your pictures and I'm like, how like what like, and you keep saying Pinterest. So it's like, do you actually think about your posts and like plan things out? Like how meticulous are you with how you do your photos because like sometimes it looks so natural like you're just like laying on the couch with your cat but then sometimes there's like fruit and there's like this cute bathing suit are you naturally just like kind of curating your life like that and capturing it or do you like kind of like plan shoots and stuff like that I mean before like growing my platform I'm saying pre-quarantine like pre-lifestyle Emma I literally planned out my outfits day per day on trips like I would we would like me and my girlfriends like Nitz and Sophie, who you obviously know on TSS, we literally always travel together. So we would literally put our outfits out like Monday, we're wearing this Tuesday, we're wearing that and we would imagine our feed with those color palettes in those outfits in order. So we would like go through our feed to make sure everything flowed in those outfits. Does that make sense? We're like, 100%. actually, like, we're crazy like that. But you know what, it's like that made us made those feeds that we had because you need to literally like plan out the color scheme of what your feeds going to be. So for Greece, I remember like I was going orange vibes, If you go to my Greece feed, like it was orange vibes. Um, for like, <laughs> hair, like, you know what I mean? Like different trips, different color palettes, you know, different trends are happening in that moment. So for back then, like, absolutely, no doubt, I was like, so particular with how I planned my feed. But now so that I'm not traveling as much, I'm really trying to kind of step away from how curated and perfect my lifestyle showed to be, which it was never perfect. I, we, we know this, it was never perfect, but I didn't want to portray an image that was just unrealistic. So now I'm more so just actually wearing the outfits that I would wear. And I'm literally like probably lying on my couch. I do obviously add some flowers or I add a little something, something to make it a little bit cuter, obviously. But for the most part, what I wear now is what I'll actually wear during that day. But before I would literally like bring a bag with like a pair of heels um, in Greece and walk cobblestone with like literal stripper heels on. Like it was like <laughs> so next level. Like I can't. This is why we created the that's the sabotage account because it was like the behind the scenes of how sabotage we were to get the shot. A hundred percent. Do you see yourself like when the world opens back up and you can travel again? Do you see yourself carrying the bag of stripper heels still or like never again, never you? again? I will literally if you catch me wearing stripper heels or OK, I don't want to say stripper heels because I never wear stripper heels. But <laughs> if you catch me with a kitten heel in the cobblestones of Mykonos one more time, like call me out for it because I'm never doing that again. Like not happening. I give you props for it. Like when I went to Italy last summer, I had that vision. I was yeah. like, I'm going to do it. Like if I'm going to Italy, I might as well do it. And mm -hmm. there's just something in your brain that's wired differently than mine because I could not execute it. It's just it. And it just, I couldn't, I, no, I that's fair. maybe it's laziness. Maybe no, it's like it's just not. dressing to comfort, but I think I we're just, just crazy. I do it. No, no, honestly, no. Like I don't regret any of it because it did grow my business. It did grow my platform. And I clearly at the time girls loved seeing that. 
However, I think now, um, I think, which is great. I love that the trends are going the more natural, the better now. I think that before the trends were like high end, like wear heels, wear a Luke. You know what I mean? Now it's like, if I wear Birkenstocks, it's like, oh my gosh, those are chic. Like we got to make those, yeah. you know what I mean? The dad, the Chanel dad sandals, like, hello, let me know if those are the shoes of the summer and they're literally Birkenstocks. So that wasn't the trend two years ago. Like it would never have been the trend two years ago. Quick break to talk to you guys about stamps.com. As we slowly adjust to this new normal, we need to be smart about how we do business. Luckily, there's stamps.com to make things easier. Thousands of small business owners have discovered the benefits of stamps.com in the recent months. They've been able to keep their businesses running and avoid the crowds of the post office, all from their own computers. With stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. You'll save money with discounted rates you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com also offers UPS service with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. They bring all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your own home or office. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or just working from home and need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. All you do is use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it to. Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier schedule a pickup or drop it in a mailbox it's that simple and like i said with stamps.com you get great discounts too five cents off every stamp and up to 62 percent off usps and ups shipping rates stamps.com is a no-brainer saving you time and money right now my listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in mood that's stamps.com enter mood back to the podcast do you as just like a person like experience like any of the negative sides and like not to like bash what you know the platform that we all love but Mm -hmm. just like as a human like Mm -hmm. how do you how do you like handle bad days or like do you are there parts about social media that do like get make you stressed out or that maybe like aren't your favorite parts oh my gosh yes of course I mean every job has a negative side to it I feel like my sister she has like the most normal nine to five and she still has stressful days like any job you get is going to be stressful in some ways. And there's going to be negative sides to it just as much as it's going to be positive. But I think that on days where I'm sad or I'm down or I'm comparing myself or I'm just like not in a good mood, I feel like I really try to like the way that it helps me is like, I really try to enjoy that downtime and I try to fully unplug and allow myself to do it without feeling guilty. Cause I'm the type of person that I won't feel better about being down or sad unless I prove myself that I can be a little bit productive in that day. Does that make sense? Like even without, even just going on a walk, that to me is like being productive. If I just sit in bed all day, I'll just get in a worse mindset and a worse mood and I'll just like not get better. But I really have to make myself get out of that rut. And like, even if it's post an Instagram story, that's cute. And I'm like, you know what? That made me feel a little bit better. I feel productive. Just that would make me feel better. But for me, it's like just allowing myself to not feel guilty because I it kills me inside when I'm sitting in bed feeling guilty about enjoying that time when I should be fully enjoying it so I can actually recharge to like take on the world the next day. I mean, the craziest thing too is when you were moving into your apartment, you were like, I don't want to put a TV in my living room. And I was like, what What do you, what do you mean you don't want a TV in your living room? I'm like, you are like, cr- you are next level, yeah. like dedicated. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know what? Okay. I'm like, Literally, I was thinking, I was like, does this bitch have any hobbies? No. Like, but here, that's the thing, though. That's something that I struggle with is that's that's funny that you say that because I do struggle with hobbies because my biggest hobby turned into my full-time career. So now I'm really struggling to find a hobby. And I feel like everything – like I love my job so much that I work 24-7, seven days a week. And I feel like 
I need a better work-life balance. And I'm very open about that. I feel like on my vlogs too. And I feel like I just need that work-life balance. And that's something I'm really working towards. And I just still haven't found something that I love other than my job as much as my job, if that makes sense. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, for real. I mean, you're you're kind of like in this wave of social media is really respected as a job. So mm-hmm. it's like people then encourage work-life balance. And mm-hmm. then, you know, 10 years ago when we were all starting, like no one took it seriously. So no one was like, you need work-life balance because no one saw it as work. So totally. it's almost like hopefully you don't get burnt out at some point because there were people encouraging you to like actually have work-life balance. And it's interesting because like, obviously you live with your boyfriend, your boyfriend helps you with some of the creative stuff. Like how do you guys find balance like in your relationship since you're like living together, working together? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't, maybe quarantine, did you guys stop working together more because you're stuck inside all the time? How do you guys balance everything? That's been a huge struggle as well. I feel like especially in quarantine because before I would be able to travel with my girlfriends and take work off of him more so um but yeah like definitely like everything from quarantine moving in together for the first time spending every single day together inside together also being able to work together like it has been definitely a roller coaster and I feel like quarantine kind of made us open our eyes and be like you know what we need to actually take a step away from work with each other as much because we need to focus on ourselves and our own careers so I'm really making the effort to shoot with my girlfriend, shoot with my mom, shoot with my sisters and try to kind of separate that to make sure like our relationship doesn't suffer. I was going to ask you too, like with your, you know, you have your FaceTime series that I did with you, Nitz and Sophie, and it's so fun. It's like girl talk. It's real. And it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I just, I really love how you guys shoot all these like fashion pictures that are so inspirational but then you guys also like really open yourselves up and show like your real friendship and like Mm -hmm. people that don't know it they call themselves a sabotage because they're (laughs) constantly sabotaging themselves or like yeah whatever and so where do you guys see like how has the FaceTime series been for you? And like, are you guys going to do anything else? Like yes. That? I mean, the face, FaceTime series was kind of, has always been an idea. I mean, we originally wanted to do a podcast, but since we all live in different cities, it's kind of hard to do that. I mean, obviously right now, quarantine, it's made people do like yeah. what we're doing right now. We can totally do it over FaceTime or whatever. Um, and that's kind of when the FaceTime series came about because we're on FaceTime every single day, like at least five times a day. We'll call each other just to just sit there and not even talk. So <laughs> it's kind of at the point where we're like, okay, we need to record these things because we have girl chat all the time on FaceTime. Um, and it's been really fun. I feel like it's kind of opened up our audience as well in that side of like sabotage. Cause I know we have like a very loyal following that are the tragics we call them. And we wanted to like create another thing for those people because we like actually are so appreciative of those of those girls and guys who follow that account. So Um, I think it's just like a fun little side project and it could turn into something bigger eventually, obviously. Um, But we do have some fun projects coming up with the whole sabotage thing. So I kind of look at my career as like, yeah, we're all individuals, but we're having this little like friendship side project is always like super fun to do together. And we've always wanted to do something together. So it's like the perfect little thing to do. Side hustles are just like the new shtick. No, anyway, absolutely. Like, you don't have a side hustle. What are you doing? No, absolutely. And like we all have to have like five at a time. I feel like in this industry. You oh just my have god! To have, I like, know it's like it's like no one takes us seriously enough. So we're like, just watch. I'll add yeah. more to my plate. Like, exactly. Let me just <laughs> add twelve more things. It. No, totally, absolutely. I need to know how to get the perfect photo. I need to, I need you to give me the rundown. Is it is someone else taking it? Are we setting it up on a tripod? What presets or filters are we using? How how are we getting the shot? Are we planning it out? Are we looking at our feet? I need you to give me the breakdown. 
Okay. So I feel like to get the perfect photo, it's, you got to start with your outfit first of all. So we got to start with the outfit because the outfit needs to match the rest of the feed. Obviously you can't have like, you can't have like a full pink feed and then all of a sudden have like green. You got to have a flow here. Okay. So pick the outfit that you know is going to curate well into your feed. That's already happening right now. Okay. Next we got to go lighting. Lighting for me, I'm golden hour. I'm golden hour girl. Like I love shooting in golden hour. Every other hour of the day sucks to me, but you know, that's just me. Okay. That's just me. I do shoot other times, but I just love my golden hour. Okay. Okay. It's so much easier to shoot. And that's just a pro tip. After that, I would say angle because you need to make sure whoever's taking your photo is getting the right angle. I have used tripods before a Bluetooth little tripod. You can get off Mm -hmm. Amazon. If you're a single lady trying to get on the hustle game of Instagram, like you can totally do it. Like absolutely no doubt mirrors are built for a reason. Mirror selfies are like so on the wave right now. So if you're trying to build a following, you can absolutely do it with a mirror selfie. I think one of my top liked photos is a mirror selfie. So like clearly really? the people like it. Absolutely. You're fine with that aspect. You do not need an Instagram husband. That's about it. I also feel like fillers are very important in your feed. You need to have some type of not all about you, maybe a little bit here and there of like mood pics. Obviously, you know, mood pics. Um, you got to have those a little bit just to show your like lifestyle and your personality in between like selfies and outfit pics. I have two questions. One, do you use filters for your photos or do you like edit the lighting and stuff? So I do have presets and, but the thing about pre the, my presets is that they're not like crazy presets. Like I know that a lot of travel bloggers, it's not very common in the fashion world to have presets, but that's why I came out with them. And I think that that's why they're very popular is because they're like made to look very natural. So my presets kind of give you a base on your photo and they change the coloring to make it like aesthetic, if that makes sense, like very slightly though. And then you build off of that. So that's kind of the trick for me anyways. Um, But I use a ton of different apps. I use like Planoli is my favorite app to um, like curate my feed and like move things around. Do you use an app like that? I tried a few weeks ago and then I stopped trying. Okay, that's fine. And I'm going to, I'm going to try again, but I think like, do you ever like think like, oh, this is just a filler photo. It's not going to do well. Or like, oh, is this photo going to do well? Cause sometimes I'm like, I used to post quote unquote filler photos, Mm -hmm. but then you really like, then it's like, oh, well they get like half the amount of likes, but I still love seeing them on my feed Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily double tap them. So I'm like, should I just not worry about the likes and just make my page look good? I always say like I don't care I literally don't look at the numbers as much as people think I do I feel like I I've never been the numbers type of girl like I know a lot of my friends are like oh I'm getting x amount of views I'm getting x amount of likes I'm getting x amount of this x amount of that and to me I'm like I don't even know what I'm getting I didn't even look like I literally don't really look at the numbers and I feel like that's the best way to do it because you don't want to get caught up in the numbers. Numbers don't matter. I think that you need to just be happy with the content that you're putting out and I think that I don't really care if my filler photos get a thousand likes and my normal photos get 30,000 likes. I don't care because that photo is stunning queen and it's going to make my feed look stunning queen. And for a new follower to come to your page, if your feed looks like shit, like they're going to be like, okay, they don't even know you and your personality. That's the first thing, first thing they see. And that's just real talk people. That's visual. People are visual. And for me, if I go to feed, I have no idea the personality of this girl. I have no idea her backstory. Just looking at her feed. If it doesn't look good, I kind of just like, "Mm, okay, never mind. Like I'll just keep going. But if it's stunning queen, I'm like, okay, I need to know her backstory. I need to know what's her vibe. I need to know what's going on here. And I usually follow if the feed is stunning queen. So for me, that's just me though. But like, you just convinced me because like, You're so because like I posted a filler photo a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Love it. I was Love it. so nervous. Oh my gosh. It was don't like be. a really big step for me. Okay. 
And then I went back to like my usual mirror pick game. But your mirror pick game is like fire. Like you're the queen of mirror picks. And that's just facts. I mean, listen, like I'm just going to say like I've been doing it for a while. You're like, like I started it before picks. it was a trend. Okay, people. Yeah. Before quarantine and everyone cuddled up with their mirror. Yes. I've been over here snapping. But Absolutely. the reason I do mirror picks is because I don't want to have someone else take my photo slash I don't yeah. want to take my photo in public because yeah, I like that. I get that I saw a girl eat, taking pictures with her pasta at dinner the other night mm-hmm. for 30 minutes yeah. and I was like that's why I don't do it yeah I get it sister I get it I know and I get what you're saying and like I try my best not to judge because I know it looks cringy when you're seeing someone taking a pic the same pic that's trying to look like she's being natural for 30 minutes I get it it's cringy I mean, but I try to put myself in their shoes. And obviously, like, Steven's always said this to me. He's always like, babe, like, if we're in public and we're taking your photo, like, you don't know who's watching. And, like, you could have a loyal follower watching you. And, like, your your photos all seem so organic and, like, just there doing whatever you're doing. Like, it's sober in the moment. And, like, if you're actually not doing that, like, you're going to lose – you're going to lose the trust in your followers because they're going to see you in person and be like, oh, I thought she was, like, going with the flow. So – I actually try to be go with the flow when I do those types of photos. So if I were to be at a restaurant and like take a wine pick, like I'll max it out at 10 picks and be like, you know what? If I got it, I got it. If I didn't, I didn't. Because you know what? I mean, this is like the new me though. But back in the day, it was like, no, I'm getting the shot. But now it's like, Mm. no, you have to think about it. You need to be like, no, like if you want to take a real time candid pick, it needs to be real time and it needs to be candid. Like just, you know what I mean? And if you didn't get it, you, you get it. You give yourself like a boundary of like, this is getting like too far away from myself. It's clearly not working. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Is the photo really worth it to sit there? And, like, are you really enjoying your meal? What's the, what is this photo really worth ruining your meal? Like, no, it's not. And like, again, back to what I was saying about how like my mirror selfie is one of my best performing photos. Me and Steven were in Italy and we were taking a, a pasta photo. I literally took maybe 10. Okay. And again, that photo was one of my best performing because I think that people feel the energy through the photos and feel the realness and feel the happiness and positivity in the photos. I really think of that. Like I really do believe in energy and that type of stuff. So I think that if you're like giving off the right energy, people are going to just be gravitated towards that pick. I feel like it's like you can really feel your energy through your photos too. Cause it's like, even though they look like so pretty, it's like, it's still like there's something like relaxed about it and like relaxing about it. It's not like as posy as you would think, Mm -hmm. but like I always in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, is Steven just like the most well-trained boyfriend in the world? Or like, Mm -hmm. does he ever get the wrong angle? Cause I don't know if I could ever train my boyfriend to do this, Emma. Here's the thing though. Like I said, I'm not saying that my life is perfect though. Like we've had the MBs, like we have been there when we're shooting for two hours in the blazing hot sun and I'm like, get the freaking shot. And he's like, I can't get it. And I'm like, get it. I can't get it. Like we get, like, I've been there. Don't like, I'm not going to say like everything is easy to take photos. It's really not. I've been there. But I feel like, again, like what I said to me and Steven starting to kind of slowly separate the two because we know Steven is the most stunning queen Instagram husband. He never gets the wrong angle. He's always getting the right angle. But it's more so like it's on the opposite side. I know girls wish they had this problem, but it's like it could become a problem how invested he is in my business. It's like, you know, (laughs) you need to be invested in your business too. And I think that we like totally understand each other on that. So I like whenever I need him, he's absolutely there and he will get the shot. No problem though. Like no problem. Oh my God. I'm literally like obsessed. Okay. Let's do like quickie, like favorites because obviously I totally forgot you had presets. So now I need to go look into those. Where can I buy them? Um, you can get them at emmaroseprecepts.com. I need to know your favorite places to shop to be a stunning queen. 
Okay, so favorite places to shop. I really love, I mean, I'm a high and low kind of gal. I love the Zara's of the world, but I also love myself a good Chanel bag. So we like the highs and lows. So I love shopping on websites like Farfetch, Shopop, Louise V. Aroma, those types of websites. I love those. Um, just like boutiques, Nordstrom, etc. Um, I do love places like Aritzia. I love Burge Girl. What else do I like? I'm like looking around my room. Hmm. What else do Beginning I like? Boutique. Beginning boutique. Well, duh. Yes. Beginning boutique. I like, like, I love shopping at new places too. Like, I feel like I love discovering Instagram brands. And I obviously like the typical, like, we all shop at the same place. Like, I just, the brands that I just mentioned, we all shop at those places. But I love like going in the depths of Instagram and finding these small indie businesses that like have, such a small following and it's like a cult little following and I'm like oh my gosh I need that I need that no one's gonna have that like I love deep diving into Instagram so I just told one of my girlfriends she's like how do I find new places to shop I was like you go to someone's like Instagram you go to like suggested you go to theirs yes you go to suggested I was like you just fall as far down the hole I always end up in Australia for oh my god Australia has some of the best like exactly I literally I think I just mentioned three Australian brands as I said those things I think Verge Girl Beginning Boutique and somewhere somewhere else like Lack of Color like everything yeah amazing it's in Australia so good I mean I need to go back there have you been no okay you should go it's stunning stunning queen really is oh I need to go I know okay, I gotta go back who is your favorite people to follow on Instagram like do you follow more like lifestyle people or do you follow other bloggers or do you follow like cat accounts like what's your okay vibe? so I for sure follow cats of Instagram um I <laughs> lo- absolutely love cats you know we're cat people over here I know you're a dog person but you know what it's totally fine um so I love to follow obviously I actually follow quite a few people and I I follow obviously my close girlfriends who are in the industry. I think everyone's killing the game right now. So it's so fun to get inspiration from like your best friends. Um, but I really love, okay, here's like one of my secrets. I'm giving away a secret right now. Okay. Oh God. I get some inspo from like some of the coolest accounts. I don't know where they're from. I swear they're from like Russia or from like Sweden or something, but have you heard of Velvet Dynasty on Instagram? No. Okay. Honestly, you okay. And then there's another one called the Noisetier. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. But that's like low key one of my secrets is that I know it's not a secret because they have a huge following, but they are from like a different country. I do not know where they're from. I'll have to like, you'll have to do your own research, but they have the most crazy photos and the most aesthetic photos. And I get so much inspiration from these accounts. It's like a curated. It's like a curated account with every, like, see, that's the thing. It's like, it's not following one specific person because they take the best of the best and post it on their feed. And if I get a repost on one of those, like, I'm like, wow, like, I think I've made it. Like, that's, that to me is like, it's so, I'm such a loser, but I'm like, wow, like they reposted me, like they like my photo, like, wow, I've made it. And you get to discover new girls off of it too, because they repost a lot of girls, different fashion bloggers around the world and guys. So you get to discover new accounts through it as well. And then there's also another account called um, Small Posts. I think it's called Small Posts, like S-M-O-L. And they're just like a bunch of cute animals that are small. It's really, (laughs) it just like makes me happy. I just You're like scroll insane. through it. <laughs> Lastly, I need to know like what we can expect from you. You know, goals, nothing like too crazy. Like I don't need to know like when you're having children. What are you excited to like potentially accomplish in the future? Like should we be looking out for a clothing line? Should we be looking out for a different business endeavor? Like what does Emma want to give us? Because I'm willing to take whatever it is. Okay, so here's the thing. I feel like 
I've obviously wanted to take this to the next level at one point in my career. Duh, everyone does. I don't want to be on Instagram solely on Instagram forever, but I feel like I've really had to gain the confidence to be able to do that. I know that obviously I look up to you as well. I've talked to you about XLE and all of your endeavors. Like you've done so well for yourself and creating so many cool brands um, and doing so many cool collabs, etc. So, I mean, I feel like I've started to do like the next step as in like clothing collabs with other companies. So like Emma Rose X, whatever. So I feel like that's kind of like the step where I'm at right now as I'm really trying to gauge my audience and see what they want from me. And I, I obviously take the stats of every type of collab I do and I see what everyone wants, see what everyone likes, see what everyone's engaging with. Um, but definitely like, I feel like I'm almost at the point where I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready to do the big thing at this point. Cause I, yeah, I'm really excited too. And I feel like, especially like the little collab that I just did with beginning boutique a few weeks ago, I feel like that really gave me that like final, like a confidence to be like, okay, my followers clearly love, fashion they clearly love stuff that I curate and things like that so it kind of gave me the confidence to do go to the next level but I'll let you know keep you posted yeah you have so many things to keep me posted on I Absolutely. can't wait to do this podcast in like a year and you oh my do, gosh. We just like look back on this entire episode oh my because, gosh can like, we a hundred percent like we need to because there's just like it's too much I'm uh, absolutely obsessed I would buy anything you come out with and oh. you are absolutely the stunning queen oh my gosh like just remember me when you're on the cover of Vogue. Okay. Thank you so much. No, stop. I feel the same way back at you. You're such an inspiration. Obviously, I literally, I bought your line when it came out the first time. That's how we met. Because I, I literally was like, I needed that shirt. I was like, I need to support XLE. Like, that's how we met. So obviously, you've been an inspiration too. And you kill the game. You're such an OG. And I'll never forget you if you never forget me. So... Oh my God, Pinky Promise. Well, I hope that everyone goes to your Instagram for inspo and just takes your tips and tricks because I know I will be doing that. I'm about to like download your presets and then just like get in a better headspace about totally. Instagram. Totally. Because quarantine just like fucked me up a little bit. It's fine. No, it's fine. fine. It did. It, it fucked all of us up. Okay. That's just the truth. It did. And if anyone says it didn't, like they're lying. <laughs> and that's just the truth. Don't let Instagram fool you. No, everyone do not let. Yes, exactly. And we're still, we're still on the, we're on the road up now but I mean we're still a little it's bumpy it's, it's a bumpy road it's a bumpy road it's for sure a bumpy road it's okay. it's we're crawling cobblestone from Mykonos yes and with we're the stripper heels. heels with the stripper heels thank you so much Emma and everyone go follow her make sure you keep along and we can all say that we were there at the beginning even though she's already at 500k when she's at 10 million we can all say that we were <gasps> oh my god I love you oh my gosh well thanks for having me I had so much fun and can't wait to be back